Hello, family and friends. The title of today's message is Never Doubting That God Will Do What He Promised. Let's pray. Gracious Heavenly Father, we come today hungry for more of you, Father. Show us in your word how to walk by faith and not in doubt. We choose to follow you, Father. Thank you for teaching us today through your precious word. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, folks, we're going to talk today about this topic, never doubting that God will do what he promised. My friends, we know from the word of God that doubt is the opposite of faith. There are many examples of great faith in the word of God, including Abraham. Anyone out there believing for a child at about 100 years old? Now that would take some faith, right? But God promised Abraham, and you and I have many promises in the Bible, and they are just as real as the promises that Abraham had from God. But the Bible also teaches us that without faith, it's impossible to please God, Hebrews 11.6. We're going to read from Hebrews later. But we have to choose to kick doubt out of our lives and let faith live supreme. The biggest challenge to that goal is that our flesh talks loud and wants us to walk by the sense realm, our touch, feel, sounds, etc. Let's start today in Romans chapter 4, verses 19 and 20 in the easy-to-read Bible. 19. Abraham was almost a hundred years old, so he was past the age for having children. Also, Sarah could not have children. Abraham was well aware of this, but his faith in God never became weak. My friends, think about that. Abraham's about a hundred. Sarah's about 90. Neither one of them can have kids. But Abraham's faith in God never became weak. He never doubted. 20, he never doubted that God would do what he promised. He never stopped believing. In fact, he grew stronger in his faith and just praised God. Folks, what a great example from Abraham. He never doubted that God would do what he promised. He never stopped believing. Now, 2 Corinthians 5, 7 in the Amplified, for we walk by faith not by sight, living our lives in a manner consistent with our confident belief in God's promises. My friends, faith is a confident belief in God's promises, not walking by our sight. Now, Hebrews chapter 11 in the Amplified Bible, verse 1, now faith is the assurance, title deed confirmation of things hoped for, divinely guaranteed, and the evidence of things not seen the conviction of their reality. Faith comprehends as fact what cannot be experienced by the physical senses. Folks, we could preach on this verse alone for a long time. But see, faith comprehends as fact what cannot be experienced by our physical senses. It's the evidence of things not seen. It's the title deed for things hoped for. Two, for by this kind of faith, the men of old gained divine approval. Three, by faith that is with an inherent trust and enduring confidence in the power, wisdom, and goodness of God, we understand that the world's universe ages were framed and created, formed, put into order, and equipped for their intended purpose by the word of God, so that what is seen was not made out of things 
which are visible. Folks, faith is an inherent trust and enduring confidence in our good God. For by faith, Abel offered to God a more acceptable sacrifice than Cain, through which it was testified of him that he was righteous, upright in right standing with God, and God testified by accepting his gifts. And though he died, yet through this act of faith, he still speaks. Five, by faith that pleased God, Enoch was caught up and taken to heaven so that he would not have a glimpse of death and he was not found because God had taken him. For even before he was taken to heaven, he received the testimony still on record that he had walked with God and pleased him. My friends, if we walk with God, we have to walk with faith and we will definitely please God when we do that. Six, but without faith, it is impossible to walk with God and please him, for whoever comes near to God must necessarily believe that God exists and that he rewards those who earnestly and diligently seek him. My friends, without faith, we can't please God, and none of us wants to be in that situation. Seven, by faith, with confidence in God and his word, Noah being warned by God about events not yet seen, in reverence prepared an ark for the salvation of his family. By this act of obedience, he condemned the world and became an heir of the righteousness which comes by faith. My friends, another great example. Noah, building an ark. Imagine being Noah and God saying, hey, build this ark. It's never rained on the earth, but build this ark and take two of every animal. And what an amazing example we have through Noah. Eight, by faith, Abraham, when he was called by God, obeyed by going to a place which he was to receive as an inheritance. And he went, not knowing where he was going. My friends, another great example by Abraham. God said, hey, go to this place you know nothing about. But Abraham obeyed and followed God's commands. Nine, by faith, he lived as a foreigner, in the promised land, as in a strange land, living in tents as nomads with Isaac and Jacob, who were fellow heirs of the same promise. Ten, for he was waiting, expectantly and confidently looking forward to the city which has foundations, an eternal heavenly city whose architect and builder is God. My friends, one of the greatest things we cannot doubt in is our heavenly promise. We have to expectantly and confidently look forward to that day in heaven. 11. By faith, Sarah herself received the ability to conceive a child, even when she was long past the normal age for it, because she considered him who had given her the promise to be reliable and true to his word. Wow, my friends, isn't that powerful? Faith is believing in the promise that God is reliable and true to his word. 12. So from one man, though, he was physically as good as dead, were born as many descendants as the stars in the heaven, in number and innumerable as the sand on the seashore. 13. All these died in faith, guided and sustained by it, without receiving the tangible fulfillment of God's promises, only having seen, anticipated them, and having welcomed them from a distance, and having knowledge that they were strangers and exiles on this earth. My friends, none of us have seen Jesus, I'm sure, but we can have a confident trust 
in God's promise in our future in heaven. 17. By faith Abraham, when he was tested, that is, as the testing of his faith was still in progress, offered up Isaac, and he who had received the promises of God was ready to sacrifice his only son of promise. My friends, imagine the faith of Abraham to sacrifice his promised son, but he trusted in God. He did not doubt. 19. For he considered it reasonable to believe that God was able to raise Isaac even from among the dead, indeed in the sense that he was prepared to sacrifice Isaac in obedience to God. Abraham did receive him back from the dead, figuratively speaking. Now let's close by again reading Romans 4.20 from the easy-to-read Bible. He never doubted that God would do what he promised. He never stopped believing. In fact, he grew stronger in his faith and just praised God. Folks, Abraham never doubted. And we are called by God to do the same thing, not to doubt God and his promises, but only believe. Let's pray. Father, thank you for giving us the measure of faith, Father. We know we can't doubt you, Father, because your word is truth, Father. You cannot lie. So thank you, Father, for all of your promises. We choose to walk in faith and to walk in your ways to the very end. And we look up to heaven for the soon return of Jesus. In his name we pray, amen. Well, folks, you can contact us at CelebrateJesusMinistry at gmail.com or by phone at 812-449-8147. We love you all. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary.